Stay consistent, even when it's the last fucking thing that you want to do. Remember, as a business owner, especially when this is your sole source of income, you do not have the luxury of being inconsistent. Hey, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Make It Glow Show. I'm your host, Megan Greencorn, a six-figure esthetician, med spa owner, beauty business coach, and entrepreneur. Over the last decade, I've built a business I used to only dream about, and now I have the freedom to do whatever I want in life whenever I want to do it. On the show, we talk about owning and running a successful beauty business, entrepreneurial advice and tips, and business and success mindset and strategies. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this podcast helps enhance your business and your life. What's up, family? Welcome to another episode of the Make It Glow Show. I'm so excited for this episode because this is my very first podcast episode in my brand new office space and my little recording area. So kind of a big deal for me. (laughs) But this week, we're going to talk about how I built my six-figure business. And you hear this word a lot in the industry. Oh, six-figure business owner. I have a six-figure business, yada, yada, yada. But nobody actually tells you how to do it. So I'm going to tell you guys how I did it. It, This is what worked for me. I would highly recommend working some of these pieces into your business, but this is by no means like an end-all be-all, okay? So again, first things first, your path will be different than mine. This is just how I did it. If you're coming straight out of beauty school, maybe you're working for a corporate-owned beauty business or you just want to go out on your own, maybe you're working in a whole other industry while you're trying to get your beauty business off the ground, whatever your situation is, you'll be able to benefit from this episode. So let's dive right in. So if you're coming straight out of school and you want to be a solo service provider and own your own business, I highly, highly suggest getting an experience somewhere first. I know that's not what a lot of people want to hear, but, and it's not make or break, but I would really recommend working somewhere that is at least tolerable for you so you can get that experience. So let's say, for example, maybe you want to be a waxer. You love waxing. You want to specialize in waxing, but then you start doing it and you're waxing vaginas all day long and you realize that you actually hate waxing. Or maybe you want to specialize in facials, but you have no idea where to start. Look for places that offer services that you're interested in and see if they're hiring. The goal is not only experience, but you're also going to learn very quickly if you're cut out to own your own business or not. It's not for everyone. And I say that with all the love in the world. While you're working, observe everything. Ask to work the front desk so you get an understanding of booking and checkouts. This is also going to get you a ton of people interaction that builds up those interpersonal skills, which are so important. Take every piece of training that they give you and soak it up. Now, this is also important because, like I said, if you think you want to do one thing and you start doing it and you're like, oh, man, I hate this, at least this way, You didn't open up a business based around this service. You didn't buy all of these supplies based around this service. So right there, you're already saving yourself time, money, and stress, okay? That's another really important piece of working somewhere else to get the experience, okay? 
If you're working a different job on the side while you're trying to get your beauty business up off the ground, my biggest tip is save all of the money that you can. Running a business is costly and believe me, it adds up so quickly. Get a nice fat savings account before you even think about leaving your other gig. Pro tip, give yourself a deadline date too, because a date that you want this date in your head, the date that you're going to leave your job and focus on your beauty business full time. If you don't have a drop dead date, you're going to continuously tell yourself, well, someday, or, you know, I can't wait to leave my job and, oh, I'm going to make it happen sometime. It's probably never going to happen. Put a little bit of pressure on yourself, okay? Now, I wouldn't recommend doing like, okay, next week I'm leaving my job. You know, make it tangible though. That's the whole point. Six months, a year, whatever it is, make a date that is feasible for you, okay? And stick to it. Keep that promise to yourself. If you're currently working in a salon or spa and you want to go out on your own, do your best not to burn that bridge. Many times in this industry, it's it's inevitable, but at least do your best. Okay. If you have a good relationship with your boss, then let them know what's up. If you don't, then you don't owe them shit. Okay. And same advice, build up a savings and set yourself a date. You've, and honestly, if you've been treated poorly, you don't have a good relationship. It's been a really bad experience for you. Quietly let your clients know that you're leaving. Give them a business card or your social media info so they know where to follow you too, okay? Now, if you have a good relationship and you've never had any issues with your boss or where you work and it's been a really good experience for you, then obviously don't try and take all of their clients, okay? It's just kind of a shitty thing to do. Now, if people naturally follow you, that's up to them. But listen, in this industry, salon and spa owners have a reputation for being shitty. Okay. If you've worked at a larger spa or salon, you have probably already experienced this. And listen, you kind of have to be a little cutthroat in business. Okay. Especially if it's going to be your sole income, it's how you're paying your bills. It's how you support your family. At the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. Okay. Now I'm not advocating for, you know, like totally trashing them and, you know, posting nasty reviews about them and just really bad mouthing them. Don't do that. Like be the bigger person. But if they have put you through hell, then by all means, take the clients that you can. Okay. Now you don't have to write out an entire business plan if you don't want to, but you do absolutely need a plan. Okay. Let's fast forward a little bit. Let's say that you've given yourself that deadline date. It's quickly approaching. What do you do? You need to sit down and start thinking very critically about your business and have that plan in mind before you even get out the door. Okay. What are your monthly costs? Okay. So if you have, if you've rented a space that you've got ready to go, how much did that cost you? What does it cost you to do a service? You need to know all of these numbers, okay? So have all of your expenses ready. How many clients do you need every single month to cover your expenses? Now, how much do you want to pay yourself every month? And I say pay yourself because you better have a business account and a personal account, and you better be paying yourself from the business account, okay? How many clients do you need to cover both expenses and paying yourself? What are you going to specialize in? You have to start thinking very critically right away if you want to be successful, okay? You cannot just fly by the seat of your pants 
and all hopes and dreams and flowers. Okay. That's not how business works. If you haven't listened to my series, so you want to start a beauty business, I highly suggest you go back and listen to those episodes first. That's going to give you a great starting foundation. And I'll put the link in the show notes for those. There's three episodes and they all build on top of each other. Highly recommend listening to those. But again, sit down and at least answer those questions and form a loose monthly plan for yourself of how many clients you need on a monthly basis. And then you're going to break it down into weekly and daily. So you have a very clear vision of what you're shooting for. So let's say that you do want to make, you know, $10,000 your first month out. Like I highly encourage you to dream big with this. Okay. Then, then that breaks down to roughly what? $2,500 a week. I think if I can math, right? Yes. That's $2,500 a week. And okay, so you've got your weekly breakdown, then from there, you're going to do your daily breakdown, how many clients do you need every day to make that 2500 a week? Okay, this is what you need to do, you need to have that idea. Then, okay, after you've listened to those episodes, you've had that conversation with yourself, you've written out all of these pieces, then I want you to go and click on the other link below in the show notes to watch my free webinar, your first $10,000 month. Now, I know what you might be thinking like, okay, Meg, like that's really aggressive right out of the gate. Is that like actually even possible? A, yes, a thousand percent with the right mindset, planning, pre-booking and a shit ton of marketing, you absolutely can. And B, this webinar is going to cover a couple of super, super important steps to follow when you're looking for new clients and how your process should look to bring in the most aligned clients for you and keep them in your business. These steps will be your bread and butter. I promise you, I cannot tell you enough. Follow this blueprint, okay? It will be so beneficial for you. My other major tip is value added specials. This worked absolutely bananas for me. Value add specials means that you choose a special for a month, a week, a day, whatever it is that you want. Now, the important piece here is that you set the price for the special, add in as much value as you possibly can to the service. And here's the really important part. You set the valued at amount. The cool part about this is no one really knows the actual value of the service. So for example, when I first started doing these specials to fill up my books a bit more, this was around the holidays. I did a holiday glow up facial which was my standard custom facial with some bells and whistles thrown in. I priced it at 159, but I made sure in all of my marketing to include the phrase valued at 279. This works so, so much better than saying something like $15 off a of service because people see how much of a crazy deal that is and they'll come running, I promise. It doesn't matter what the valued at number is. Don't get caught up in that. But I do prefer numbers that end in nine instead of zero. And I'm going to tell you why. That part is a little bit of sales psychology. So if you think about it, if you go into Walmart and you see all the Walmart rollback signs, everything ends in a nine. Nine at the end of a numerical sales sequence looks to the brain as way less expensive than a zero. So $299 looks way less than $300, right? Even though it's just a dollar. I highly recommend you utilize this when you're pricing your valued at special. Okay. And when you're kind of forming this special, I said, build in as much value as you can. Meaning 
so that if you specialize in, let's say, a Brazilian wax, you're a waxer, you love waxing, you're going to put out a special for a Brazilian wax. You might say, you know, new client Brazilian wax special includes complimentary, you know, whatever it is you want to add in with it. Take home kit. If you want to add on a jelly mask post waxing, you could add on a brow wax. You know, there are a million things that you could add into the service to price it at whatever you want. Okay. That's the cool part. Nobody's going to question the pricing of it. That's up to you, but the valued at needs to be a higher number. Okay. So you're building all those things in. Think about it. You would take a lot of time and energy to do that. That service could be valued at $159 and you might sell it for $99, whatever it is. Okay. So get creative with that. Put out a really cool value add special. And I promise you that will help fill your books very quickly. Once you've done all this, clients are coming in, you know, you've got a good consistent flow. It all comes down to giving them a great service every single time they see you and forming relationships. They come to your business for you, not your service, not your products, you. Think about it. How many times have you gone to get your nails done, your hair done, whatever else, and you just didn't jive with the service provider? You probably didn't go back, right? Everyone is not going to be your favorite client and you're not going to click with everyone. That's just impossible. That's not how people are made. But make notes on your clients, especially when they tell you major life things and they will. Most of us that have been in the industry for a long time know that we are underpaid therapists. (laughs) This way, the next time they come in, you can check on them. You can say, oh, I remember that your dad was having surgery. How did that go? Will you please give me an update? Or, oh, when do your kiddos go back to school? Or how was your summer vacation? You know, things like that. People appreciate when you remember things that they have told you, okay? It might not seem like a big deal to you. And even on the surface, it might not be a big deal to them. But this is part of building that relationship and that connection with that client, okay? Little things like this make all the difference. Be engaged with your clients. Connect with them educate them. I cannot scream this enough. A client can literally go anywhere for a service, literally anywhere. They could get their brows waxed at the freaking nail salon, right? But they're coming to you because you're the brow expert, okay? It You better be showing them every single service why they're coming to you and not Becky with the good hair down the street, okay? My ride or die clients would never dream of going anywhere else. And I can very confidently say that because I've built some really great relationships with them. I've been a listening ear and a place of calm through some really emotional and life altering shit for some of these people. These things form a bond and that's exactly what you want. Anyone can bring in clients and send them out the door. You know, there are salons and businesses like that, that just turn and burn clients. Okay. Literally anyone can do that. Make your businesses and your services something special, something that people look forward to, something that they jump at the chance to rebook. And those clients, I promise you, will never do you dirty because you've treated them so well. Do all of this. And I swear to you, 
you'll have a booming business in time, okay? Never let up. Stay consistent, even when it's the last fucking thing that you want to do. Remember, as a business owner, especially when this is your sole source of income, you do not have the luxury of being inconsistent. You have to do a lot of shit that you don't want to do, okay? That's the downside of this. You have to buckle down and do the hard shit to reap those benefits. And the reward is a successful business, more income, less stress, never having to ask someone for time off, never having a boss to answer to, and freedom. If that sounds like your kind of vibe, then I want you to get to it. I believe in you. Get out there, hustle, and make this shit happen for yourself because it is a million percent possible, regardless of your market, regardless of how saturated you think things might be. There is always enough business to go around. And trust me, if I can do this, you can do this. I don't have anything special, guys, okay? But what I do have is a killer work ethic. I have passion. I'm very consistent. And I believe in myself, okay? Really, really take those things to heart. Do the best that you can to work this into your life and your business. And I promise you that you will see results and you will see a six-figure year before you know it, okay? Two more really big tips for you, okay? These things are super, super important. Number one, know your target client. And I have a whole episode based around figuring out your target client. I'm going to put that in the show notes. But the goal of this is, you know, you don't want to just take everyone with skin or everyone with eyelashes. Like that is not how you want to run your business, okay? your target client is really important because this sets the stage for the success of your business. Okay. Take me, for example, I am a luxury provider of very corrective skin services. Now, luxury meaning I am a very luxury price point. Okay. This is not a price point for everyone. So I don't market to everyone. I market to women, usually 30 to 55 is my sweet spot. These women, you know, especially in the early thirties, they're starting to notice changes in their skin. What once worked for them is no longer working. They might be noticing signs of aging. They don't like that. They also typically have pretty good jobs. They're making anywhere from 50 to hundred thousand dollars a year. They drive a decent car. You know, it could be anything from, you know, a new Honda all the way up to an Escalade, or they have a husband that's very successful. They're a stay at home mom. They have the time and energy to put into themselves. Both of these target clients, they see the value in investing in these services because they know it's going to get them what they want. Okay. This is really, really, really important. And no one talks about this because you, if you market to everyone, you're going to get everyone. And trust me, you do not want everyone. Okay. You're going to get a bag of people that are not going to appreciate you. They're probably not going to read book. They're just looking for a deal. They're going to be a shitty tipper. They're going to cause you a lot of stress. They're probably going to no show you or late cancel you. That's not what you want. You want people that value you. So listen to that episode on your target client. Sit down and create your target client profile. Number two, invest in a business coach as soon as you can possibly scrape the funds together, okay? This is something that I wish that I would have done in my first year of business because 
Guys, I was just flying by the seat of my pants for almost my first two years in business. Did it work? Yeah-ish. I had clients, but I was not making the type of money that I wanted to make. When I finally was looking into a business coach and I found my coach now who's like life-changing, she changed my business. She's literally the best investment that I've ever made. I didn't know how I was going to pay her, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not where I want to be. She's going to get me where I want to be. And here's the thing. I chose to specialize in individuals that own a beauty business in my coaching business because I know that there is such a lack out there of coaches that specialize in the beauty industry. Okay. I know what you're trying to do. I've been there. I've built it. I've done it. And I can hold your hand through the process. Okay. Because something will come up. Multiple things will come up. It it is just inevitable in business. And there are going to be situations that you don't fucking know how to handle. And it could be the make or break of your business. I'm not trying to make this real dramatic, but there are going to be situations that are going to stress you out. You're not going to know what to say. You're not going to know what to do. That's my job is to kind of guide you through that. Okay. And not only that, but to keep you accountable, to give you an action plan and to give you your next steps, because there are going to be times again, that you have no idea what your next steps are. And you don't want to lose time. You don't want to lose finances. You don't want to lose that momentum behind your business because you just flat out don't know what to do. Okay. These are two things that I really wish I would have honed in on a lot earlier because it would have changed and elevated my business a lot faster. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you like this episode, please think about leaving us a review. Love you guys. I will talk to you later. Hey, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for listening today. Before you go, would you like a free business strategy call? If that sounds like a hell yes, just leave an honest review of your thoughts on this podcast on either Spotify or Apple and DM me a screenshot of your review to the Glow Lounge Indie on Instagram. When I receive that, I'll reach out to schedule your free business strategy call. Love you so much. Thank you again for listening.